Welcome home, everyone, uh, to another episode of the Ming Street Fantasy Podcast. I've got my asshole of a co-host next to me that couldn't take it easy on me this week. He waited until we played one another for his team to go off, um, and in, in all honesty, uh, congratulations, I... I knew this uh, week was going to be an uphill climb for me, but uh, you pulled it out. Uh, how do you feel about your performance this week, JT? Well, I didn't expect to my players to play it as well as they did. Um, you know, really the big takeaway for me was I needed to not shrewd it. I needed to win this one simply because you were hobbled with one quarterback this week. Um, and, you know, Fantasy is a crazy, crazy little game we play, and anything can happen. But you got to feel like if you're facing someone who doesn't have a quarterback in that super flex spot, that you should be winning. Um, I take that personally, and <laughs> you know, and it didn't come without its hiccups. You know, I didn't expect Devontae Smith with four on Thursday night, and then Kadarius Tony to get hurt on the first drive, which he put up more points than Devontae Smith in that one half of a drive. Which is crazy. And Kadarius Tony, I saw, is going to be possibly out for the season. So, yeah. So, um, But at the end of the day, it was on just personal level. Uh, it, yeah, it was one I felt like I needed to win because you're only given so many of those opportunities in a season. And, uh, you know, this upcoming week, we'll look into it here. In now, a what? now you're in third place, right, Ty? Fourth place, I think, ownership outright. Yeah. But, uh you know, we'll talk about it later, but this week I'm in the same situation you were in this last week. So, uh, definitely not gloating. Obviously, had the card stacked against you, and uh, it was hairy until Monday night. But well, don't patronize me. <laughs> uh, all I have to say is battle of the pod. Do we get a rematch the rest of the year? No, I don't think we do. Of course, I think that my schedule was made difficult on purpose. I got to play <laughs> Razzy, Babs, and Gurky, or not Razzy. Gerke, Babs, and Zahner again, I believe. Um, well, let me tell you this, and we talked about this a little bit ago at the at some Torchy's Tacos, and it's not something I'm proud of, but, I mean, the two losses, uh, two of the three losses. I can't believe I you're going to say this. I can't believe you're going to say this. I'm going to say I it. I can't believe you're going to say it. You're never going to hear the end of it. I'm going to say it because, I mean, my record is what it is currently, but two of my three losses were uh, one was to Troy and one was to Neves, and it happens to be <laughs> – they're only wins of the season. So, you know, yes, when you look at your schedule, you have games that you're saying, like, this is a game that's a, this is, this is essentially a win, right? But, right, right. But you can't you, say that. But when you're hobbled with an injury or you're hobbled with bad matchups, you know, it, it's any given Sunday. Uh, well, we both stole one from Zoner. That's true. Uh, no, Zoner got one on me. That's my little loss. Zoner beat you? Yeah, Zoner beat oh, me. Oh, I beat him. Yeah, that was when Devontae Adams got unco- literally died on the field and they put him oh, back right, out that's there right, that's just right, so he could beat right. me. Yes, but, that's uh, right, that's right. Yeah, those are my uh, three losses. But, I mean, yeah, you look at your <laughs> schedule. Your three or Troy and needs is one win. I know. So you look at your schedule and you're like, oh, this is a win, this is a win. You know, hey, Watch out, man. You never do know. Um, so, basically, Babs and Gurky are in the playoffs Zoner very likely in the playoffs. I, I mean, Zoner's team, I still don't believe in. I think he got away with one this week. Obviously, he had. I mean, we could probably we'll talk a little bit more about it. I think he got away with it um, 
but hey, a win is a win. Doesn't matter how you win, it's a win. And yeah, I mean, he would be hard pressed to say to to make a claim that Zong will not make the playoffs. Well, let me ask you this. I, I didn't get to make it over this weekend, unfortunately. What was the atmosphere like at Troy's house on Sunday? I, I'm worried. I uh, and not to. I'm not necessarily doing this to poke fun. I'm just wondering if Troy is still able to have fun on a football Sunday. You know, it was uh, honestly it was a lot more positive than I thought it was going to be. Uh, you know, he was hopeful to start the weekend. He's hopeful to start the Sunday. He was pretty hopeful until, I mean, even up to the a- afternoon games, uh, he was hopeful. Um, but there yeah, was a window there where there, I thought, all right, he's at least gonna. Yeah, Babs ended up turning it on, but there was a window. Uh, you know, I think he. I mean, yeah, he pretty much admitted that he doesn't. You know, I mean, it, it'll be hard. Spit it out. It'll be hard for him to make playoffs at this point. Uh, he definitely was hopeful that, like, if he had won this last week, he was still in it for the playoff chase. I mean, I told him crazy things happened, but, yeah, as far as, like, he needs a lot of things to happen to other people at this point, and so does Neves sitting in the same spot. Uh, they both need things to happen for them. Uh, it's really out of their control as far as, um, you know, they can't just really win. They would literally have to win out. But basically, um, essentially, yeah, I mean, it wasn't as doom and gloom as I thought it would get to, but uh, yeah, it uh, it was still a good time though. It was just him and I chilling. Well, um, I, I'm sorry I didn't make it over there. I will this week. Uh, I, and again, I'm not trying to bully anyone here. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll just we'll move on. We'll get into uh, the teams a little bit more when we do the recap and stuff here. But uh, uh, weekly challenge, I believe. Zoner uh, took it. Zoner, not even close. Not even really that close of a matchup. Wasn't Be- it like fifteen points. Or it something? was like fifteen points. But when you when you take into consideration that yes, last week. Oh, last week you lost by or you won by point one, and then I think in uh um. Slicks and I's matchup, it was like a point seven right. difference. You exactly. know what I mean? So last week we had two matchups come within a point of each other. Come with yeah, come within a point. One was literally point one points, and then uh, this week the challenge was closest, and it was like fifteen points. So it wasn't even really. There wasn't really like a nail biter game to really hit that challenge. So Zon does get that uh, regardless. Victory. A lot regardless. of blowouts this week. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll get into the recap a little bit. Congratulations, Zoner. Uh, yet again, we do not have the updated weekly challenge uh, submitted to us quite yet from the commissioner. But uh, hey, they are pre-generated, right? So they, uh, you well, know, he's got that going for him. They're yeah, pre-generated. Yeah, I, I don't know. At any rate, what it's it is what it is. He always gets it out there before the at least the first game. Uh, so we'll see what that is going forward. Um, just saying, Mr. Kamish, listening on your way to work, it helps us to know what the challenge is. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, it's nice to have just so we can announce it on the pod, if nothing else. Uh, standings real quick. Babs in first. We will never hear the end of it. It's starting to get to his head even more. Um, he really is putting himself on a pedestal, and uh, I, I honestly, I do think Gerke's team is better. 
Um, and speaking of which, Gerke is in second place. Dishonor in third place. Uh, my esteemed co-host is in fourth place. Uh, fifth place is me, right? I believe that I, is I correct. I believe I'm in fifth. Chris, sixth. Sam, seventh. Uh, Razzy, Razzy eighth. eighth. Neebs, ninth. And Troy uh, bringing up the rear. Um, so before we get into the quick recaps, again, I want them to be pretty quick here. Uh we brought up a couple things today in the chat. Number one being the uh, possibility of doing a scoring system in which you get a point for scoring above the league median. Uh, everybody knows how that works. Sam, very, very, very against it. Does yes. not want it. He says he will boycott. He will leave the league. Uh, huge deal to Sam. Very. Huge, huge deal. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I... I hate fab. I don't want fab, but I didn't say I was going to leave the league over it. And oh, here shit. Sam comes in here whining like a little baby <laughs> uh, and says that if he doesn't get his way, he's going to take his ball and go home. Uh, so obviously strong opinions on that. Uh, I don't see why. Again, I'm not necessarily more in favor of that or less in favor of it than our current system. I just I didn't know it was so polarizing that it would make uh, Sam so angry. I know. Um, but nonetheless, it's an option moving forward. Uh, if nothing else, I mean, it can be put to a vote. I just think, right, we, it's like I said in the chat earlier, you know, we all have said probably at one point, if I had played this person or if I had played that person, I would have won this week. If I'd have played these people this week, I would have won. You know what I mean? And listen, I think the goal of fantasy football is to always get closer and closer to skill-based matchups. And the way it is now with just a random matchup, I get the, I get the, like the history of it and like the, like just the, it's fun having a matchup with a person and like getting the win. Yes. But there is a lot of luck involved. Like we're not the ones who get to go out and catch the ball. We're not the ones who get to make really any meaningful decisions for our players to do well or not. So we just have to sit back. And it time and time again, you see people who are high-scoring teams, but they're losing, and they potentially can lose out on um, the playoffs. And it doesn't seem like we're really rewarding skill, right? If you drafted a good team who consistently puts up good points and, and top five finishes, I think that there should be uh, a reward for that. And I think that that shows your skill at, at some level – because it's consistency and because you can consistently lose close matchups and be a high scoring team. And I don't really think that accurately reflects who your team is. So, I mean, I'd love to have Sam on the pod one day. We can have an open debate and I would love to vote for this for the future. Uh, We will be voting on it, whether Sam likes it or not, it's going to get put to a vote. And uh, I don't know. I know a lot of teams are going to it. Uh, I'm I'm, honestly, I could go either way. I really don't care. Um, I like the ease of opening my ESPN app and knowing what the score, what the actual standing is. I get that. I don't know if ESPN supports the whole. It does. It does. Yeah. Oh well, then there should be no argument. Then no, ESPN supports it. Then there should be no argument. Yeah. If you are a top five scoring team. That should be a point. If you win your matchup, that should be a point. And 
I think that's how you're going to get the most fair and consistent results at the end of the season, um, just based on performance, which is what we're after. Sure. Uh, well, that, I mean, again, like I said, I could take it or leave it. I don't really care too much, but I know that a lot of teams are going to it, and yeah. that is probably the future of fantasy football. And it's a little, it's just my little experiment I'm playing this year. We've talked about it, so I'm just going to keep track of it and just see how that ends up shaping up at the end and of the year. Well, let's be honest, the things we vote on usually don't pass the first time anyway. So. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to move into the recaps. Real quickly, we already talked about you and I, and uh, you handed it to me pretty easily. I lost by 40 points. Next was Chris versus Neebs. This one was close for a minute. I honestly, when it, there was a point when Chris was like, I can't believe I'm going to lose to this team. And I looked, and I was like, damn, Chris is going to lose to this team. But at the end of the day, Neebs gets six points combined from his uh Starting running backs, that's a joke. You don't win when that happens. And especially since he left his he his diamond, Damian Harris, did, did. who put up 20 points. I mean, if he'd have done that, he'd have won. His best game. And he put his, the only game when Damian Harris has had, you know, halfway decent performance. And, and I remember the turning point for Slick really was uh, late garbage time, DeAndre Swift touchdown. Uh, that came late in the game. But, I mean – he wasn't looking too good up until that point. Yeah, and then the Cortland Sutton. Oh, he played Hunter Renfro. I didn't even see that. Yeah, and Cortland Sutton had a bunch of garbage time points as well. Oh, yeah. Pretty much uh, any Denver player had some all right garbage time. That game was like 34-3, to and Denver brought it back to 34-24. Um, yeah. So at least they showed signs of luck. Uh, Sam Darnold had two points until like five yeah. minutes left in the game, and he got to 15. That one was actually very was surprising. Crazy. I I, uh, I couldn't believe it. There was like a point where, yeah, he had like 1.4 points, and I, was, I told Troy, and I was like, he has 1.4 points, and we're like in the third quarter. Yeah. No, it wasn't good. Um, um Let's see. Slick just Slick doesn't really have good quarterback play. I mean, Darnold has been his – bright side and obviously you see the week where Darnold doesn't have a good week is you know Chris's team uh pretty pretty low scoring out but at any rate Chris wins this one pretty easily Neebs Diggs, scores I'll say Diggs deep. finally shows up for him which was probably nice to yes, see did, finally uh next we have the high scorer of the week Kyle Gerke uh decimating Lindsay's bitch. Lindsay's bitch. Not even close. Not even close. Not even uh, in the same ballpark. No. Gerke. Yet again, the uh, fantasy football savant, Kyle Gerke. Um, which, I mean, Daryl Henderson, 24, and Dalvin, 24, and Leonard Fournette, 27. Everybody on his team had his lowest scoring guy was what Dawson Knox who got hurt. He's yeah, the only he one got that didn't score double because he got hurt. He threw a touchdown, um, broken hand. Yeah, it's just unbelievable to me. It looks like um, Tom Brady was his lowest scorer besides Justin Jefferson. Well, Dawson Knox, right? And, and yeah, right. well, I mean, besides Justin all, Jefferson, he had all double digit score. I mean, it just is un- unbelievable to me. I mean, I, every single week and whatever Babs thinks that I'm on Gerke's dick, but I just am honestly jealous of Gerke's. Fantasy abilities. I, I I don't get it. I am envious. I wish that it were me that had these guys that are the oldest quarterback in history that is somehow playing better than any quarterback in the league. How, how does that happen? But it, it happens when he's on Gerke's team. Literally every trade has worked out for him. It just is unbelievable. Oh, it's man. Crazy. Uh, next up, we have 
Babs versus T-Roy. We all know how that went. Uh, I thought Troy had a little bit of a window there for a minute, but then, like I said, Babs turned it on, and it just got ugly. And then you add insult to injury, the Derrick Henry 40-banger last night. Um, and and just, there was a little more riding on this matchup. Yeah, there was. And now Troy's name is Cowboys Sucks Dicks Chiefs Are Lit. Oof, that's his name. Uh, I, I don't. I, I was honestly, obviously, I was joking whenever I said that Troy was about to name Babs the opposite of that name. That was obviously a an exaggeration on my point, but uh Babs of course being Babs didn't know when I was joking and took it seriously and thought it'd be funny to name Troy's team after that because he doesn't have an original thought for himself ever I mean as awesome as the opportunity was and it still is funny to see the name it I mean talk about a blown opportunity he blew it it. absolutely blew blew his opportunity I mean yeah I know it's gonna it's a shitty name to have and it's honestly a like I said, I think it's a mouthful. It's stupid. It's not really. It, Cowboys would, sucks. Dicks. Chiefs are lit. I would hate to have that as my name, but my God, he. I mean, the guy calls his own team Axe Capital. So what? What could I fucking? Yeah, that's do? true. What? What did you? Expect? What are you supposed to expect? I guess. Uh, anyways, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Babs won. Uh, then we had uh, Zoners in the slew matchup. Oh, this was big, big for Sammy boy. Oh man. And he blew it. He blew it. He blew it. It was 124 to 140. Oh Jesus, Sam. You in the poor, closest poor matchup man. of the week. Oh, Chase Claypool, two points. Yikes. Two points. No. Justin Herbert got shut down by the Ravens. Uh, yeah, this game was close until it wasn't. It was close until the end, and he... He even got a little nice little 18-pointer out of Khalil Herbert. Yeah, which is a solid little pickup for his uh, handcuff. Uh, but yeah, going forward, I mean, look, it came down to one Bills running back against the other, uh, and, uh, yeah, obviously, it... When you're relying on a Bills running back to win, it, your, your week's already over, so... Uh, Zoner takes that one, moves up in the standings. Zoner's team still not good. I don't think so. Um, but at any rate, we will move on. Uh, so here's what happened. Uh, we were right last week on our picks. We all we both picked the same last week. We picked uh, we picked Chris to win. He won. We picked Gerky to win. He won. We picked Babs to win. He won. We picked you to beat me. You did. The only one we missed was we picked Sam to beat Zoner, and Sam let us down. He let himself down. He let St. Louis down. He killed our parlay. Uh, he, honestly, I mean, I, I know Chubb, losing Chubb sucks. That does suck. But uh, guess what? If he throws Jalen Waddle in there over Chase Claypool. He wins. He wins. I'm 90% sure he wins. No, he, he, does. he does. Yeah, yeah, he does. He absolutely wins. Woo! Absolutely bad. Wins. Poor management. Poor management. Poor management. Poor management. We'll management. Get you. Write it down. Chalk it up to poor management from Sam Hine on this week. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to next week here real quick. And uh, next week, this is the bye week hell. We're, we're good on time. Uh, next week is bye week for several NFL teams. You've got the Bills. It's bad. You've got Bills, the Cowboys. Cowboys, Chargers. Um, 
Let me pull it up. It, it's several it's teams. It's significant, yeah. Um, you've got oh, Charger. Yeah, you said yep. Chargers. Um, I'm pulling it up. But at any rate, I know Gerke and I are decimated here by uh, by weeks. And I, I knew it when, when I drafted, like – and, and to be fair, I'm, you know, I, every single year I do this. Every single year I don't even pay attention to bye weeks when I'm drafting because to me it's like, well, if it just so happens that I have a week where they all coincide and I lose one week, it is what it is. It gets it all out of the way. But it is basically a guaranteed loss for me this week. Uh, and here we go with the ESPN. Well, we yeah, have to watch yeah, a fucking – You got to hit the box score, not the scoreboard. It but, doesn't go both. Here we go. Okay. We were going to have to watch an ad. Well, the scoreboard's the better because it shows you projections. Is that right? Yeah, or the box no, score. No, this is scoreboard. No, you want the box score, though. So if you go to scoreboard, no, click. Yeah, I got okay. it. It'll go back. Uh, you click matchup. That's what you click. At any rate, um, yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. Uh, I think this year is special, though, with the, with the extended season. For some reason – Everyone really hit hard on their bi- – everyone was just hit with their bye weeks around week seven. Uh, you want box score. So, um, like, even the fantasy footballers and podcasts were talking about, like, week seven. Like, yeah, again, this is the first time ever that yeah. NFL is as week. And Buys as they do this week. I had the same outlook as you as far as, like, you, sometimes you just have to admit the loss. But in our league – that's hard to do because wins are so valuable in our league. And like I was saying, like last week. Oh, no doubt. I'm definitely uh, second-guessing my strategy for just uh, throwing caution to the wind for this week. But. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an opportunity to possibly win one, you know. But um, I am, by the way, I am without – oh, Steelers. So I'm without uh, Zeke, Najee, Deontay Johnson, Emmanuel Sanders, and Jared Cook. And Chris is without – Eckler and Diggs, uh, and I guess Dalton Schultz, but he's got pits back, so it doesn't really matter. Um, so, yeah, long story short, I lose this week, which, fuck, that sucks, man. Losing two in a row after winning three in a row. But, like I said, it honestly gets like, who are you throwing in that empty slot? It's tight end. Oh, so oh gonna, it's tight end. I'm okay. pick somebody up off waivers tonight. Is your, is your tight end on by? Jared Cook, he Jared is Cook. on kick. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be dropping Jared Cook. I think and picking up somebody, picking up just uh, facing the crowd at tight end on waivers. Just drop Robbie Anderson. Uh, no, I am not dropping Robbie <laughs> Anderson. I'm playing him this week against the Giants. If he doesn't go off this week, it will never happen. He gets. So many targets. He got targeted so many times well, last week. He got a touchdown last week. He got yeah, but you didn't play him. No, it, well, he only scored eight points, even with the touchdown. Yeah, he scored yeah. eight. Yeah, I, I don't care. I, I'm yeah. holding him one more week, and I promise you, as as sure as the hair on my chinny chin, <laughs> if, a lot. if he does not have double digits this week, he is going to be dropped to waivers. I almost dropped him anyway, but with this bye week, I. I I obviously didn't have a lot of choices, and they play the Giants. So whatever, I'm throwing them in there. Um, I, I've got a ragtag crew here. Uh, <laughs> they will not win. There is legitimately zero chance. Um, but that being said, uh, I do have the number one waiver pick. I don't think that this is the week to use it. No. I probably am not going to no. be using that number one waiver pick. 
Uh, so I will be waking up at three in the morning and picking uh, some guys so up. So you'll be getting. Uh, so you're gonna let Sam have Dearness Johnson. Wow. Oh yeah, I don't want anything to do with uh, Browns wow. four string running oh, you're back. Doing no, doing me no favors there. Uh, yeah, Sam can have him. Uh, okay, so Chris wins the matchup against me. Next matchup we have. Oh, this will be a fun one. Uh, the number one and number two shit talkers in the league, Neems no versus Razzy. And Ra- Lindsay's bitch is looking like they're going to get their pants smoked. Yeah, for whatever reason, ESPN has Neems projected at 140, Razzy at 122. Well, um, Neems is coming back from his bye week hell, which is a pretty bad hell. I mean, when you're losing Kamara, Ridley. No, it is. And I'm going through it this week, and it's basically like you're you're punting one week. But then after that, your buys for your whole team are basically up. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Uh, Just about every check mark is on Neebs' side here, other than Hertz and Allen Robinson. <laughs> oh God. And uh, Devontae Booker gets a positive over Marquise Brown. And that's not even true. There's no way. I mean, Neebs is going to win this game. I yeah. I hate to say it, but. Razzie, oh boy, Lindsay's bitch is trending down. Yeah, oh how the mighty have fallen. Remember when he was two and two? Let's and see who they're missing this week. Top of the world. So Lindsay's bitch is only missing CD, and then uh, fucking Neebs is missing no one. Madison and Chenault, no yeah, one. So nobody's pretty much. So yeah, Neebs wins this one. Neebs gets his second win here. Uh, is my call as well. Yep. Uh, then we have. Cowboys sucks dicks. Chiefs are lit versus Andy's stash. This is not a time. I don't think that you want to be running into Gurky if you are Troy. But, but yes, it is because look at all of the buys that Gurky has. Let's check out the buy players. Let's see who they are. Although he still has a fucking good team. In, so let's man. see here. So Troy is looking at. He's missing Gallup, who he hasn't had since week one. He's missing Keenan Allen, who's not a big person to miss. He's averaging like four points a fucking game. And he he's sucks. Missing Ben Roethlisberger, his second quarterback that he's had to get off. Well, although I think well, he did replace him uh well you oh no he's got jimmy g in right now and baker who is a game time decision tomorrow on thursday gibson oh antonio gibson is a game time decision this week as well man troy kink he's got elijah mitchell he's got elijah mitchell in the lineup right now Oh, T. Roy, Mr. Mike Davis. Oh, T. Roy. Oh man, I that's a. Did he drop Tyson? He finally did. He finally dropped Tyson. Did he? Are I you sure? No, not you're not his, showing he's the not bench. Not on his roster. You're not showing the bench. Go up. Scroll up. What do you mean? Hit show bench. Oh, you're right. Okay. Oh, he didn't drop Tyson, did he? No way. Oh man, Troy, he's been. Inactive two weeks, just healthy scratch. You gotta let him. But go. let's read these buys for old Gerke. Okay, yeah, Gerke's buys are plenty. Down, down, down. It's right here, ain't it? No, it's down. It's this. No, that's his bench. Go no, down. that's his buys though. Don't. Oh, they're the same. Oh, they are. His yeah, entire bench is yeah. So mind. his buys are Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Dak Prescott, James Robinson, Marvin Jones, Mike Williams, and Dawson Knox with a broken hand. Well, that's still that's right. That's a whole fucking starting lineup. That is a me. winning squad on any given week. But I mean, he's still got Tom Brady, Tyreek Hill, Leonard Fournette, Cordero, who's been going off. Daryl Henderson Gronk, against he's getting back. Daryl Henderson against the Lions. Daryl Henderson. I mean, fuck, dude. 
God, Gerke's got a good fucking team. It sucks, but he does. He just does. And man, I, if Troy's gonna win a game, it's this week. But I honestly don't fucking know. I don't know. Look, this projection right now isn't even gonna be right because he's still got, he's got Dalvin, Dalvin and Dawson Cook. Knox yeah, in there. Yeah, Gerke's yeah. gonna be projected to win with all those players on by. Gerke is going to be projected to win. Uh, I just. I'm picking Troy this week mainly because this might be the only week I can pick him for a while. I honestly like he he's got he this is reason I pick it's a must win for Troy. This it is, is a, a must, must win. Absolutely a must win. You have to he has to take advantage of this uh weekend Gurky team. He has to. He does not have a choice. He has to win this game. Uh and we're not even talking about playoffs anymore. We're talking about just staying up, staying out of last place, getting those wins so that you are at least poised at the end to make a little bit of a move to not get the tattoo. I mean, sure, playoffs are an outside chance. It's not impossible, but it's just, man, he, he Troy has to. This is an absolute must win. It, it really is. So I'm going to take Troy. I'm going to pick Gerke. All right, there you have it. Uh, a couple more matchups to hit after the break, uh, and we will get to those quickly. We will be right back. <laughs> I can see why you think you belong to me. I never tried to make you think or let you see one thing for yourself. But now you're off with someone else and I'm alone. You see, I thought that I might keep you for my own. Amy. What you wanna do? I think I could stay with you for a while, maybe longer if I do. All right, we're back. I had to let that one run a little long. That's an all-time favorite. What a slap! Oh, it is a slap indeed. Oh my goodness, pure prairie. Probably not a. Bad time in life that you could ever play that. No. Funeral. Well, a funeral. Play it. It might work. Uh, wedding. Play it. Bat mitzvah. Fucking play it. Uh, yeah. See, no reason why you can't roll that out when they're doing the chairlift. Uh, what about when you are having a little intimate time with a lady? Baby, what you want yeah, to do? That's, yeah, that's a good it. little beat to it. Yeah, yeah, you get in rhythm. Uh, what about uh, the uh, song when uh, the uh, pump up song when kickoff is about to happen? Maybe no, no. Maybe maybe. Uh, it's no. pretty chill. I mean, you're gonna need some metal. You're gonna need some Ozzy Osbourne to, to really crank you up for the kickoff. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, <laughs> Oh, thank you for that. Acapella, <laughs> JT. I'm here all pod. You guys realize he's not even getting paid for this. Nope. I'm here all pod. Uh, okay, so we went through a couple matchups. We have Chris beating me next week. Not even using the power of negativity. I legitimately don't have a chance. Uh, then we have Neves. Neves taking Razzie down. And I personally think that Troy... Needs to beat Gerky so bad that I'm gonna pick Troy to beat Gerky. Um, what do you think on that one? 
I, I just think I think Gerke's gonna win that one. Um Baker has got to show up. I think Tom Brady can score just as many points as Baker and Garoppolo together. So. Yeah, I think so. And Baker is hurt. They even like made a comment with Baker's like, I'm playing no matter what. And they were like, well, what if your injury hinders your performance and that in turn hurts the team? Uh, and Baker got very upset that he would even uh, question suggest that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I uh, I don't know. We'll move on. I'm, I'm picking Troy. That's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Uh, next matchup, we have Sam Hine versus my co-host, who is projected to obliterate, but Sam doesn't have a full lineup set yet. Right. Um, who does Sam have on by? Well, he's losing Chubb, uh, so. Boy, uh, he'll have some guys out. Uh, he, you know, he'll, he's without Chubb and Monty uh, on injuries. Uh, without Herbert, that one hurts. Without Claypool, that one doesn't really hurt. Zach Moss, eh, that's a starter for him. And Tony Pollard, who is a bench player. Am I seeing this right? Now, I don't think – hold on, scroll up a little bit. Let's see his bench. Um. Does Chubb or Montgomery have COVID? No, he doesn't have them both on IR. He does. No, he does not. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Why do I have an empty slot? He has one extra position. No, he doesn't. I promise you, I'm going to pull it up. It's on my just phone. the way that this is formatted. I he doesn't you. have them both. I actually kind of looked at it earlier. I promise you that I think he does. I don't think he does. Hold on. Check it out. Uh. I are. Oh, no. He took him out. He took him out. Okay. We're good. I didn't think so. Uh, anyways. Oh, uh, yeah. So, why do I have an empty bench spot? Who do you have on by this week? Josh Allen and Trevor Lawrence? Oh, he just has like six people on his bench somehow. He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Because he's well, he's got somebody out. He's got somebody. You can move him from your lineup to your bench oh. if they're on by. Um, so here's the point. Point being, you will not have both Josh I, Allen or Trevor Lawrence. Correct. So um, this is where I'm running into your situation this last week, and therefore you're gonna have to play JD McKissick at your super. And I think I'm going to lose this matchup. Because of that, it's just Jared Goff, obviously not a showstopper, but it's hard to bet against a quarterback, um, especially against the Rams. I think they're going to have garbage time so much. I think Jared Goff's going to outperform this week. Well, I'll tell you this right here and now. I think I have a chance, but I don't like my chances. You're going to win. You win this matchup. Yeah, you win this matchup. I think Chubba Hubba has his best game of the year against the Giants. I think that uh, I don't know mixing against Baltimore is rough. That's that is rough, but I think everything else is not too bad. Look at Cooper Cup against Detroit. I mean, look at you know that's uh, obviously great, but I mean Antonio Brown can pop off. Jamar Chase obviously probably will pop. Look at their plan. Baltimore, who is not only a division rival but just held the explosive Chargers offense with a young quarterback to. Next to zero points. I mean, and and their defense is rolling. Um, Kelsey will light up Tennessee. Yeah, he should. 
<sighs> he puts Waddle in finally against Atlanta. That should be good. And he's got Hopkins. So, like I said, this I this one will be close. I think this could be a game of the week. I I have a chance. I don't like my chances. I have felt, I have a chair. I have have a chair. I have felt like this has felt uh, been a loss chalked up because I. And here's the thing. I kept looking at everyone's – because we're in bye week hell, as you, we talked about. I kept trying to find who I could ship Lawrence to. And it, at the end of the day, it just came down to I need someone for the rest of the season. And Lawrence could be a guy that, like, fills in. I mean, whether it's garbage time. And I'm not saying the Jaguars are good or he's great. But I just got stuck. I think you kind of probably had that same situation last week where it was just – Right. I wasn't going to let Jameis go. For nothing. You know what I mean? And oh, like, I'm not letting Jameis go, period. No so problem. it was like – you just get stuck. I mean, your hands get tied, and these are the type of games you pray you pull out, but if not, it's just you kind of expect you're probably going to lose it. So, Yeah, I think you're going to win. I think it's going to be close, but I have you winning this one. Sam's bad luck continues. Appreciate the confidence. Um, yeah, poor Sammy. Man, I feel like Sam's like this a lot of the time, uh, but that's – uh, that's a conversation for another uh, topic, another episode. Uh, then finally, this one oh is my God. very fun. Um, this will be the matchup. Zoner versus Babs. Uh, I don't think either one of these guys have a single relative person or relevant person on by. Um, oh, Thielen. Thielen's been playing well. I guess well. they do. I, I didn't look into it. Uh, Zoner has Thielen and Singletary, and Babs has Amari Cooper and Kirk Cousins. Um, so yes. pretty even bye weeks. So oh, and you know what? If this one, I did look at this, and this is pretty funny. Zoner is throwing in Ramondre Stevenson, and Babs is throwing in Michael Carter. So uh, both of them essentially wash that yeah. uh, category, that uh, slot. Um, so uh, this one's tough. Even ESPN has this projected within 0.5. Um, I'll tell you um, – the Derek Carr versus Teddy Bridgewater matchup, I think we're all pretty much saying Derek Carr is going to obliterate that one. Yeah. Um, especially since Teddy's got to play tomorrow, and he's questionable as is. And plays against the Browns, D. And he plays against the Browns, D. Yeah, this one could go either way, man. I know I say that a lot, uh, but honestly, this one I is... think Shepard's going to have a game because uh, they don't have anyone there. Uh, although they do play Carolina, oh, which man. is a tough defense. Oh, receivers, though, do have a great matchup. Devontae Adams against the, the – porous Washington defense right. for and, some reason. And then DJ Moore against the Giants. Is due for a game. And, uh, yeah, a lot of upside in both these guys' matchups. This but, one. this one's tough hey, to pick, how man. many how, how many yards is Derrick Henry going to run over KC? Fuck, that's a good point. I, I pick Babs. I honestly <laughs> not even looking at anything. I pick Babs. I Derek see Henry. Derek Henry. I, this might be the single best fantasy performance by a player ever in history. <laughs> uh, Derek Henry could have seventy fantasy. Points. I'm not even kidding. He might have five touchdowns against. I'm not kidding. He could have five touchdowns. Will this be a Derek Henry apocalypse? It is not going to be good. I who we? He's got yeah, Daryl Williams uh, playing the other side of that game. Yike! 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 Yeah, that Bab, Bab, Babs wins. Babs wins. Sorry, it's honor. I didn't realize. The Derrick Henry matchup. Babs wins this week. Lamar in a divisional uh, game. Wow. He'll probably show up. Yep. Yeah. Babs wins. Babs wins. Babs Oop. definitely. Even though, like, game. from his tight end down, it's pretty rough. Damn but. it, dude. It just sucks because, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and deny that Babs doesn't have a good team or that Babs didn't have a good draft. I mean, he had a good draft. Mm-hmm. He has a great team. 
He also cheated, but he did cheat. We we overlooked that a lot. Uh, the uh, Debo big asterisks coming to that. That is true. That is true. Uh, the point is, is and I don't want you know. Honestly, obviously, he was third in the draft. We we knew that CMC and Dalvin Cook were going one two. We knew that. So he by default. Derrick Henry comes to him. And, yes, you can say what you need to say. He had to make the pick, um, but that's the pick he chose, and now he has reaped the benefits. fantastic team. Going to be hard to contend with. I hate saying it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate giving credit to him because he lets it go to his head so bad, and he thinks that he is just a genius, and he thinks that he is on a whole nother level than everyone here. Uh but I still don't think he has the best team. I think Gerke has the best team. Gerke has the deepest team. Uh, and I think ultimately, I don't think it's going to be like last year where Zahner just ran roughshod over everyone all the way through up in including the playoffs. Uh, Babs will lose. Uh, Babs will lose more than one game. Babs will make the playoffs. Um, and, and then in the playoffs, anything can happen. Um but that being said, Babs wins this week, goes to 7-0, and oh, and Jesus Christ, we never hear the fucking end of it. Um, so there you have it. That's next week's matchups. Uh, after that, I guess, I guess we just – oh, voicemail. Um, yeah, we, we do have only one voicemail this week. Just the one. Just I know I need to start one. using it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, I guess I thought people would use it more. I guess if we're not going to use it, maybe I can scrap it. But um, if you guys don't like it, let me know. Or if you guys aren't ever going to use it, let me know. I know that uh, the, it seems like only the same one or two people use it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if that's the case, then I'll just call those guys every week or something. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, we're it. I mean, I think we're due to have an in studio appearance. Oh, I'd love to. It's you know, I know everybody's busy and shit and. Uh, Especially next week. Holidays coming up and whatnot. Holidays coming up for sure. But next week, um, when we have our podcast, we will have officially reached the halfway point in the season. Uh, after this week, week yes. seven, we have seven remaining weeks after yeah. this week. Uh, which is really time to take stock. It is awesome. You know, I know like for the actual NFL season, it's weird because you, you have now have odd number of wins, losses. But for fantasy – it's pretty convenient having seven on, seven you know, seven up, seven down to get to the playoffs. Yeah, no, um, it is. And, it, and, uh, and to be honest, playoffs just feel so much further away. It's only one extra week, but they just seem so much further away. Yeah, and, and well, and, so much more to play. You know, I think that if you're reaching this uh, halfway point at, you know, I, I say like around five hundred, three or three and four, or anything better than that, I think you're feeling pretty good about your. Chances to play, and you know, hey, the way things are right now, even you know, if you're two and five right now, or two and four right now, two and five after next week, it's not really, you know, fuck, man. I guess it's you know, anybody's game still. It just, uh, it's tough when those teams at the top keep winning, like the Babses and right. the uh, Gurkies and the Zoners, because they just pull away so far that they're basically knocking off, guaranteed knocking off three playoff spots for. As far as what is available, um, yeah. So then you got seven guys fighting for three spots, and that that gets tough. Uh, um, 
I feel okay. I know I'm going to be three and four after this week. I'm I'm okay with that because you know I'm hoping you know my bye week will be behind me for most of my players, and I'm again I'm hopeful for Michael Thomas to within the next couple weeks to come back and do something, and if nothing else, Jerry Judy to come back and do something. Um, So I, I at least have you know I'm hovering around the middle, consistently scoring 125, 130 points a week. And I have a couple bright spots to possibly look forward to. So that gives me, you know, a little bit of hope. Uh, now, that being said, I think that the standings, I, I'm right now I'm in fifth. I think that's lucky. I think that Sam's team is better than mine. Uh, Chris's team has a good argument to be better than mine. Um, I mean, just think about what seven games means. Like, I'm looking at we, – we still have Babs and Zon pulled up, like – yeah, I don't think Zahn's going to win the rest of them, but just hypothetically, Zahn did. He ends up eleven and two. You know, no, he it, it would be twelve and two. Or seven plus four. There's fourteen total. Yeah. Oh, there's eight games. Yeah, there's eight games left. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So you know, if you're two and four, two and uh, four currently, right? Or two and yeah, three. you'd be two and four as is. I mean, you'd and have you to win be out. ten and four. I mean, yeah, you'd, you'd have, have to win out. out. I mean, that's, but that's, that's just how happen. many games are out. And if you're in last place, literally, hypothetically, crazy things happen. Uh, nine and five. I mean, you, you nine and five. That's is if you win out. If you win eight in a row, you table. go nine and five. But that, I just don't think that's gonna take place with 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 the top three looking like how it's looking. Yeah, it's looking hard because I know last year with the COVID year. I feel like we were all really hovering in the middle a lot more than we were this year. We do have a couple of people kind of pulling away. Um, but, I mean, just thinking about that, you know, we're literally – we're not halfway at the time of this recording. We will be at the halfway by the time of our next recording. And it just seems we've seen – like we've seen so much football already. Um, so – a lot, a lot can still happen. If you're in first, you know, I don't think you're going to have to worry about getting a tat. Um, but no, I, absolutely not. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think will be the magic number? To get into the playoffs? No, to not have to get the tat. To not get the tattoo, I think you have to win five games. Five games, I think, guarantees you you're not getting the tattoo. You think that high? I think so. I think mean, I think it could. I think there's eight games left. I think three. I think if you can make it to three, and you've got well, I think points, Rad, I think Detroit and Needs both win this week. Okay, so that makes so it, that makes it the uh, last place teams will be all at two already with seven weeks to go. I mean, I just got to think back on like the last several years, I guess. You know what was the highest win winning amount that got a tattoo? And God, I couldn't imagine it was anything higher than like two or three wins. Yeah, I think a, I think a four banner did once, maybe not. Uh, at any rate, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, that's a good speculation. I think five, you know what four? I think probably four. I four. think I think if you have four wins, you're not getting the tattoo. Yeah, this year. But what what's the inverse of that? What do you think if you have the amount of wins? What amount of wins do you think guarantees you a playoff spot? Oh man, uh, because we're looking at three people kind of running away with really great record, or not just great records, but just you know above five hundred by quite a bit. And I, my mind says that there's going to be at least two or three teams that are hovering around five hundred that make it in. 
Um, but there's really only two or there's only like three spots left at that point. Um, man, that's hard. I think, I think this is going to be a year unlike years past where you're going to have, you're definitely going to need a winning record to make the playoffs. You think so? You think winning record? I think you're going to need a winning record because that would be. Well, so seven and seven, you don't think 500. There's going to be a couple teams that are 500 in the playoffs. You think yeah, I think seven, seven and sevens. Yeah, I think that at seven and seven, you have a good shot of getting in the playoffs. I think if you have a winning record at all, I think you're eight and six. I think you're guaranteed playoffs. Okay, so yeah, I will concede there will be at least one seven and seven in the playoffs for sure. And I guess I'll just be surprised if there's. A so then think about it this way. Yeah. Think about it this way. If we both are in agreement, in agreement that if you have a winning record, so eight and six, you are making the playoffs. We are both three and three right now. Right. So we both have to win five of the remaining eight games to guarantee a playoff spot. That's a That's, lot to think about. That is a lot to think about, honestly. Um, <laughs> it's kind of scary. It is scary. I didn't realize it was that drastic. Yeah. That's the guarantee to the number to get to the number that we think guarantees us a playoff spot. We would both. We would each of us. We would have to win five of our next eight games. That's tough. Okay, but to get to seven, we would need four. So Correct. to get to seven and seven, and at that point, I think you're. I think a couple people are going to be relying on points. I think your your points are okay. So points I think are if, decent. If you right get now. to seven and seven, I think you're in. So, I think at the rate I'm going, I'm going to need eight and six, and I don't know how likely that is. Um, I just need. I just need Sam. Honestly, it's sad to say I need Sam and Razzy really to keep losing these unlucky games. Oh, no. Uh, it really is bad to say, but that's what I need. Um, so, yeah, at any rate, that's fun to speculate about. Also, real quick before we move to this voicemail, we only have one. Uh, we talked a little bit today. Uh, Babs was calling out – or Razzy called out Babs for a boxing match. Uh, how much would you pay to see an actual sanctioned boxing match, real referee? Uh, they actually uh, get to have like a corner and a coach and a cut man, and they wear the robes and have intro songs. A full out Babs versus Razzy real boxing match. Real bo- real ring. Ringside tickets. What would you pay? Oh, oh well. Uh, well. I guess you probably just amped it up, but like legitimately I would pay to just It has to go twelve rounds or until someone's knocked out. Okay, so it's not gonna be a fucking rough and rowdy. No, nope. like, oh, it has to go twelve rounds or until someone's knocked out. And they both get six months to train. I mean, look, I know I'm just me, but I'd hope other people did it, but I would legitimately pay like a hundred bucks to see that fight. Oh, a hundred bucks without a doubt. Without I'd, pay, easy. I'd pay more than that. I um, would love to see that uh, a sanctioned fight between the boxing match between them. That would be, that. I don't care if. What if, do we have to do to get this put together? I don't know. What I are think, the next steps? Uh, I think the next steps are we go to the amateur boxing leagues here in Kansas city. And we see about getting these guys on a card on a card. I think we got to oh get them on a card and oh I think we can God. do it, man. We could... <laughs> And then we just travel. We go there. Like everyone just shows up. Dude, I think we could sell a thousand tickets. I, you think we could, I, I think don't... we could sell a thousand to the people we know. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
We could do some for charity. I, I think we could do some charity tickets. tickets. Yeah, we could do some charity, like boxing for. Are we going to be boxing promoters? We could do boxing promotions. Yeah, we sold a thousand tickets, man. I mean, boxing for babies. We got a bunch of new dads in our league. So if we get these guys to to accept for the greater good, for for the for the common greater cause. Wow. I, don't, I don't even think you'd have to have a uh, cause for Razzy to agree to. Oh it. no, Razzy will. I think Razzy will haul off and just punch Babs for no reason the next time they see each other. But I think we could sell some tickets and and we could go for a good cause and we could pack that house. And I think that needs to be done. I Because I'm tired of all this like, oh, I, I told you to bring gloves and someone said that they had gloves and a dog ate a glove and... I'm well, just, well, it sounds to me like Razzie always says he'll bring the gloves and never does, but then Babs says he's retired from fighting. So it sounds to me like both of them are scared of one another, which look, makes it an even better boxing look, match. Yeah. I mean, Babs is scared because he almost killed Sam, which, fair enough, but uh, it wasn't in a boxing setting, right? We're not going to be boxing on uh, Right, and like Brown said, it would be no UFC, no grappling, no wrestling, which Babs would obviously try and go to first. <laughs> God, that would be so great. Oh, oh just imagine them oh, turtled I up. I can't imagine. Just I, I, imagine I, I, them I, turtled I up with that 15-ounce glove in their face. It's just now, like here, riding. Let me ask you this. What about you versus Sam? That, you know what, uh, I, I don't take myself as a fighter, but... You know, and I don't think that you can be good just because you watched. But man, have I watched a lot of fighting! Uh, well, I, I've watched a lot of NBA. You don't see me out there. <laughs> that's dunk. what I'm, I'm saying. Not dunking no, on I get it. I get. I don't want to say because I've watched that makes me any sort of my pro. money would be my money would be on you. I think you're Oof. shifty. I think you're quick. Uh, and I know but Sam's got that dad energy. Well, yes, you'll see Lorelai. In well, his eyes here's the and... thing: I have seen Sam with several black eyes, um, and several black guys. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, no, I, I would pick you without a doubt. I would, I would bet the house. I would bet the farm on you over uh, Sam. I think you just have that shifty energy that uh, Sam would have a hard time keeping up with. Um, and. Finally, last but not least, uh, who – what about between Neebs and Troy? Oh, oh man, that's uh, – well, I'm just going to go size on that one. I think I'm going to choose Neebs to win that really? one. Really? I do, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, here's the deal. I, I mean, other than when Troy and I used to lift like every single day, and that was 11 years ago at probably the most right, currently – I mean, I just haven't seen – again, I mean, I just Neves has been lifting, it seems like. He talks about it all the time. So, Well, lifting ain't fighting. Lifting ain't fighting, no, but I, I ain't seen a fighting gene out of either of those guys. I think that would be an entertaining fight one way or the other. I guess I'd be surprised, but – and the fight, in my mind, am I wrong? Is Neebs taller than Troy? Well, he's taller. He's got taller, bigger. I just – I. All right, and, and one more before we move on to the voicemail, since we only have one voicemail anyway. Uh, this one's a toss-up. Zoner versus Wilson. On a boxing match? Yeah, oh, very I'm going close. Wilson with that one. He's got, I don't know. He's got I dad energy. Uh, Zoner might be a you think little... Zon? Do you think Zon's swinging that gun around? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a joke. Chris was absolutely <laughs> demolishing. Uh 
Yeah, okay. Uh, at any rate, Babs, Razzy, think about that boxing match. Uh, what would the purse have to be up to for you guys to agree to it? Uh, and we're going to make it happen. Uh, that being said, we're going to move forward to our final little segment here, which is our voicemail message of the week. We only have the one, so I am going to play it as it is. I have not listened to it. I received it yesterday morning early. Good morning. It is Monday, October 18th. And I just called in real quick. Um, I'm not going to comment on anybody that is above me in the standings. I'm going to follow my own advice on that. But I would like to comment on one team in particular. One team in particular that is really struggling to find themselves in the win column. One team in particular that thinks that he's the best manager in the league, yet doesn't break 100 points. One team in particular that got 3.4 points out of Antonio Gibson, less than 10 out of Keenan Allen, less than 5 out of Mike Evans. The team is filled with washed-up, bad players. And I guess by now you guys have probably guessed. I'm talking about Troy Vincent Sales. Still in last place. It's, it's getting it's getting down to the wire, Troy. <laughs> it is getting down to the wire. You're going to be one in five. One in five. That's so bad. That's so bad. And there's really not like there's really not like a saying on the team where it's like, oh, once I get you know so and so back, I'll be fine. It's not like that at all. If Russell Wilson's not going to save your season, you better start making some moves and start making some moves quick, or we're going to see you on January 15th on that tattoo table. Figure it out. I wish you the best of luck. Godspeed. Everyone else, great great week. Sad, fuck you. <laughs> wow. That, oh, was, that uh, was loaded. That, that was, was loaded. We got about a minute and a half left here. It was a nice change of pace. I mean, I felt like that was a legitimate call in. I think our caller had some legitimate concerns to, con- to voice there. Um, I, I think obviously we don't have a whole lot of time to discuss. I think the group chat will have to pick up. Uh, I know. I'm kind of been glad where we leave off, but uh, it was a good change of pace, other than just blatant drunken yelling. So my one comment is Razzy laughing at Troy being one and five. Razzy's two and four, and he's acting like it's a difference. It's not that is true. He uh, is acting like he's high and mighty, and he doesn't look good for him this week, as we've discussed earlier. So. Razzie's definitely not out of the water, um, but yeah. Nonetheless, Troy, I think he still brings up some good talking points. Well, sure, something for Troy to think about. Absolutely. Although, uh, yeah, we'll see what Troy's response is to this. Uh, at any rate, we have a few seconds left here. We're going to close out. Uh, I am going to say good night, and JT. I will also say good night and good luck to everyone this week, um, and then. You know, to pull a, a, a card out of old Neebs' hat, I hope everyone crushes their goals and starts happy futures. All right. Well, there we go. There we have it. All right. We will see you guys. Enjoy this episode.